it's not that process doesn't matter at all. I just think it's a part that us designers can get really stuck on. Welcome to the Step Into Clarity podcast. I'm your host, Marissa, founder of Quill Co. and mentor of other designers just like you. Step into clarity with me as I have candid conversations about both the growth and the goof ups of navigating this wild ride of online business. Welcome back to another episode of the Step Into Clarity podcast. I am so excited that you're here with me today. As designers, we can get stuck in the day-to-day, more task-oriented things in our business, and it can be really hard to zoom out and see the big picture. And we don't get that space to dream about our business and what we want things to look like or what we want them to feel like. As entrepreneurs, it's easy to find tasks to fill our work days up. And then all of a sudden at the, the end of the week comes around and we feel like we don't have any time to work on our business and we're just working in it. So in this week's episode, I dive into where I think designers keep getting stuck and how I set aside time to work on my business and why I think if you want to attract your dream clients, you need to stop worrying so much about all of the nitty gritty details of your process and start to focus more on your positioning. Between client work, social media, email marketing, finances, and you know, just like keeping your own self fed and sane, your brand can get pushed to the back burner. And it's hard to make time and justify the time to focus on your own brand, but it's such a necessary step to make all of the other pieces of your design business really flourish. I began setting intentional time or really like full days to my own business. For me personally, I need a lot more than just like one creative day or like one quote unquote CEO day for my business. I like to have a lot of space to really think big picture about my business. And for me, I need that extra time. And within these days, I then set the intention to focus on needle moving tasks over just the busy work. And I know it can be hard because there are just so many different things that we have to do in our business. Entrepreneurs are professionals at filling their time with things to do in their business, but what work really is going to make an impact on your business? Think about things with like effort versus impact in mind. What are some things that are lower effort? So things that take less resources or less time, less money, less brain space. And what are those things that are going to make the most impact? So focus on those things first and then move to higher effort, higher impact tasks. Some things you can focus on in your brand that I personally think make the most impact is your own brand strategy and focusing on your own positioning and your own personal brand magic. So like think about what makes your brand stand out. And I know that brand positioning feels like super buzzwordy and kind of empty, but it's basically communicating why you're different from anyone else. So why would someone choose you or your services and your products over anyone else's? Differentiating yourself builds this brand awareness and it communicates the value of the service that you're providing. And it ultimately justifies the investment. Like it's more about the outcome and less about the price. Once you have found your own personal brand magic and could be shown in a lot of different ways in your business. So like refining your work or your aesthetic, 
will set you apart. So finding your own personal style within your design. Um, It could be your own unique viewpoint or your take on things. It could also be like the quality of work or the service or product that you're providing for someone. One thing that I find is that a lot of times designers will get hung up more on the process of things and less around their positioning. There's a million and one courses out there that go over process or designers selling templates that are part of their process. So I think that process in general gets sold to designers a lot. Like we hear a lot about process and it's easy to get caught up in the details of how to do things and how they should be done and what you should provide instead of thinking about differentiating ourselves because I mean honestly that's what we're constantly being sold and we begin to think that it's kind of the only thing that's important and I think a lot of times we get hung up on process over positioning because positioning takes like a lot of deeper work less of like the tweaking something changing something refining something it's a little bit more vulnerable it's like finding what you want to promote about yourself or like finding your unique take on something like putting a stake in the sand and it's putting yourself out there a little bit more so I think that that's like the scary part of it I think that talking about process is generally really only interesting to other designers. I mean, this might just be my take. I don't know, like maybe people out there that are buying from designers like really do care. But I think that in general, it's more designers like our natural inclination to be nosy about someone else's process. Like we want to know how they're doing things. Because I think that we begin to think that there's this one quote unquote right process out there. How we see other designers go about their process, maybe it will validate our own. This can lead to designers getting like really caught up in the super micro details, like the really finite things that maybe don't really matter so much. I don't think that tweaking our process is like truly going to magnetize clients to you. I think that it's more positioning is what's going to bring clients to you. And there's no one and only way to do things. I want you to know that there is a totally unique way for you to do something and it'll work perfectly for you specifically in your business. And it might not work so great for someone else. And that's totally okay. This will be your positioning and it will communicate why you're different and why a client will choose you. Differentiating yourself through your unique position builds brand awareness and it communicates the value of your service. And the more you stop focusing on your process and more on your positioning, the quicker that you'll attract your dream clients. I kind of think of like talking about process versus your stand on something or like what makes you different is kind of similar to talking about features instead of benefits. A feature is something that a product or service has. A feature of a fridge is that it makes crushed ice, or a feature of a thermos is that it's insulated. Or when it comes to branding like or working with the client, let's say that your service includes like Voxer access to you, or maybe your service has three rounds of refinements or your service includes brand guidelines. Like those are all features. They aren't really the benefits, but it's really important to talk about the benefits, which are the outcomes or results someone would see from working with you. It's from their experience. And I think that that's why people ultimately purchase from us. They don't really care about like, oh, I get one month of Voxer follow-up access with you. Oh, I get four rounds 
pounds of refinements instead of three. I don't think that clients really care about that stuff. I think that they ultimately just care about the problems that are going to be solved for them. And so think about how you can flip features and talk more about benefits. So like the benefit of an insulated thermos is that when you are slowly drinking your coffee like me, it'll stay warm for hours. There's no wasted coffee and there's none of that extra time walking to the microwave to reheat it for a third time. Or let's say the benefit of three rounds of refinements is that there's multiple opportunities to refine and make sure that the client loves it. Like it eases the client's mind that this is going to work for them. And it gives them just the peace of knowing that they get to have input in the branding. Or let's say the benefits of brand guidelines is that they actually know how to use their brand after they finished creating it. So they can hand off the brand guidelines to like a VA or maybe a team member and they will know exactly how to keep everything cohesive and professional coming from the same place. They know they won't make a huge mess of their brand. I I hear that a lot from clients where they're like, uh, you're going to create something amazing. And then how am I going to be able to maintain it? I'm just going to mess it up. So focusing more on the benefits of that brand guidelines. I think that when we focus so much on process, I think we lose sight of what it actually means for the client, like how it will actually benefit or create an impact for them. In our messaging, like either on social posts or emails or even on sales calls, I think we can get caught up in talking about our process a lot instead of communicating the value of what that process is actually going to do for them. For me, if I am buying a service from someone or working with someone, I don't necessarily care how they get to the end result. For example, I have worked with a copywriter before in the past. I don't necessarily care how many times I get to talk with them about the copy or I don't really care how long it takes them or I don't necessarily care like how they are able to distill my brand voice. I ultimately just care that I get a really good end result, that I get something that I'm excited about, something that's going to work for me and help me reach my goals. So I think just thinking about the type of things that you look for when you're purchasing from someone else. Like what is going to drive you to be excited to work with this person? It's probably not the rounds of refinements. It's that ultimately it's going to work for you. It's going to be what you were looking for. (laughs) My take on process versus positioning, it's not that process doesn't matter at all. I just think it's a part that us designers can get really stuck on just in those nitty gritty details. Having a solid process is so great and it's so necessary and it's what actually helps us get the client results and it helps us systemize things so that we're always keeping things consistent for each client and we aren't always recreating the wheel over and over again. A unique process could be part of your positioning. So if you have a unique take on how you do things, it could be both. The things that don't really move the needle for us, focusing on the tiniest of details, like tweaking our website over and over again, or updating our welcome packages. How many rounds of refinement should I do? Or like, how long should I take on this one step of the process? Just those things that just going to be so unique to each and every one of us. We're each going to have our own process and it's ultimately just what works for you. I think that we can get hung up in thinking that the more flawless our process is, 
the more quote unquote legit of a designer we are in the first couple of years of Quilling Co. I thought that I needed to have all of these perfectly designed PDFs to send to my client. I felt like I had to update them for each and every client, like every time I sent something to them, it had to be specific to them. I would spend hours on this beautifully designed investment guide that I would send before a sales call. I would spend hours on putting together this custom proposal after each sales call, having this like beautiful welcome guide for onboarding. But I don't know if clients like really even look over those things. Maybe, maybe yours do, but I just felt like mine appreciated them, but maybe didn't take the time to read all of them. So now I try to keep things as simple as possible. A couple weeks ago, I signed a new client and it was a $20,000 project. I didn't even send a proposal. And I know that this does not work for every potential client. A lot of potential clients need the time to look over each of the options and read through what's included and kind of do a compare and contrast. But this client on the sales call, she was like, I want this package and I'm ready for the contract and invoice. So no proposal was necessary. Whereas I think before I wouldn't have had the confidence to ask directly on the call, like, so which project or like which package feels like the best fit for you? I would have put together this like fancy proposal that took me so much time. And now onboarding, I don't send a fancy welcome guide anymore. I just onboard them into their Notion project portal and I have a welcome video that's repurposed for every person. I don't re-record a new one for them. Before, I would have spent hours agonizing over the proposal and the welcome guide and like wanting to make sure it was just right and perfect. If you're an overthinker like me, you get caught up in the idea that like maybe one small little shift will ultimately like change everything. I just want to give you the freedom to let that go, to release this like fear over all of the, the details. One of the coolest parts of having your own business is that you get to refine things to make them yours, have a process that is uniquely yours and something that works specifically for you. It's okay to have a different process than someone else. It doesn't make you any less of a quote unquote legit designer. And it's okay if you don't have it all figured out from the very beginning. I think that for me personally, process is something that's always being refined and changed and and rework. After every client that I work with, I like to do like a big brain download of what went well and what could have gone better and where maybe I could have communicated more clearly or how I could have supported them better throughout the process or made the experience better. Sometimes that how could I have set better boundaries or expectations for my client? So I guess this is kind of a long-winded way of saying that I don't think that focusing on our process, getting really in the weeds of the nitty gritty of tweaking things and refining, or even like talking about our process is what magnetizes our dream clients to us. I think instead it's our positioning or AKA like your unique brand magic, your aesthetic or your take on something. It's whatever is setting you apart from other people. I think that when we focus on our positioning, so many more magical things can happen that lead to your brand standing out from the crowd. And so creating something that's like totally unique that no one else is doing. 
then you can start to infuse personal storytelling in marketing or in emails or social posts and honing in on your unique viewpoint or story. So let's talk about when to focus on your positioning and then when to focus on process. Cause I think that both are equally important having trouble finding clients or you aren't finding your dream clients, then it's time to start focusing on your positioning. That's what's going to bring clients to you. But if you aren't having trouble finding your dream clients, maybe you aren't getting a lot of referrals or those past clients aren't becoming repeat clients down the road, or they're not coming back to you for brand refreshes or updates on things, then that might be a process thing. So your positioning is what brings clients to you and your process will bring referrals or repeat clients. And throughout all of this, don't get me wrong at all. Like your process is still incredibly important. Your process is basically what backs up the positioning. Your process is what gets you from point A to point B. Your process is the way to get results or to provide a great client experience. But ultimately, the positioning is what brings clients to you. Process is what surprises and delights them. I think that process and positioning are ultimately both just as important as each other. I just noticed that a lot of designers skip over the positioning part and then get lost in the weeds of the process. I think as designers, we help our clients so much in seeing what is helping them stand out and we create these beautiful brand identities for them and we help them on their brand strategy, but we can kind of glaze over our own and we put it on the back burner and we never take the time to, to do the same service for ourselves. And I think it's because it's hard to do. It's kind of like that phrase that I feel like I say all the time, but it's hard to see the label when you're inside the jar. It's hard to see like your own brilliance sometimes. And I think that's my favorite thing to do is to help other people pull that out and like be able to show them what is truly unique about them and show them their brand magic. So I'm really excited about new program that I'm launching where We'll work together in finding your own brand magic together. We'll be very um, kind of like done with you, pulling out your own personal stories, going over how to use them in your marketing, whether it's in emails or social posts. It's really pulling out your like your you-ness and infusing it into your brand more. Whether you're a designer, copywriter, entrepreneur, whatever, it is very common to look outward for answers when it feels like nothing is working in your business. You're throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping that something will stick, or constantly getting distracted by what you quote unquote should be doing because you see others doing it too. Refinement is part of being a small business owner as we should continually change and pivot and grow our business. But instead of looking outward at another's process or even their positioning, set aside some time to look at your brand's positioning. Don't let the idea of searching for a better way or getting really deep in the weeds of process keep you from taking action on creating something uniquely you.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This episode is sponsored by my brand new program, Elevate Your Impact Academy. It is a high touch done with you program to help you find your own brand magic and harness your brand positioning. We'll also be working on building sustainable systems and fine tuning your profitable offerings also that you can flourish in your design business. My mission is to help designers just like you build a profitable and sustainable business all while overcoming burnout and imposter syndrome and self-sabotage. And I created Elevate Your Impact Academy to help you do exactly that. So if you're interested in learning more, I'm hosting a private training to those who apply. The private training will go over my four-part framework for creating an in-demand, streamlined design business without the burnout. You can learn more about the course and the private training on April 27th at quillandco.design slash apply. And as always, please subscribe, rate, review, and shoot me a DM if any of today's topics resonated with you. I am on Instagram at quillingco.design and I can't wait to chat with you more soon.